I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi there, I'm Cindy Linden, and this is a cook-along podcast, Quick Bite. I want to share with you a dessert today that is incredibly fast and very rich and super chocolatey. And while I have some caveats that I will tell you at the end, it's a great thing to serve to company because it's kind of impressive with the way it looks. I think for a really, truly dressy occasion, you wouldn't want to do this because of the caveats I'll tell you about later. But I think in a pinch, if you have the ingredients on hand, which you might want to just make sure you always have these ingredients on hand so you can do this, it's just a really good uber chocolate dessert that's served warm with ice cream. It's hard to go wrong with that. So this is called a chocolate dump cake. And I'm getting the recipe from a website called SpaceshipAndLaserBeams.com, which I love the name of that. But I actually picked it up first on 12 Tomatoes. And I think the 12 Tomatoes in their adaptation made a mistake with this recipe. And I'll tell you about that as well. This went over really well the night that I served it. It's beautiful. It looks irresistibly rich and decadent and tastes that way as well. So I just thought I'd share the recipe with you because something that is that fast and easy, I don't even need to walk you through as we do it because there's no cooking really involved. It's too easy. (laughs) Here's your ingredient list. You need a half cup of unsalted butter and you need one box of chocolate cake mix and that can be chocolate cake of your choice. I tried to find ones that had as much hyperbole in it as I could, you know, triple chocolate, extra deep, whatever. (laughs) I was looking, I thought, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Uh, You need a a 5.1 ounce box of instant chocolate pudding. And yes, it has to be 5.1 ounces. And yes, it has to be instant. But again, I think there are varieties of that. There's milk chocolate, there's dark chocolate. Do what moves you. I was trying to get it as chocolatey as I could. You need two and a half cups of milk, whole milk, preferably, because that's what helps make it rich. And you need a 12-ounce bag of semi-sweet chocolate chips, or I guess chocolate chips of your choice. I think I used some 60% ones. I don't remember. I have so many different chocolate. I have regular semi-sweet, which I think are like 53%. 
or something dark chocolate. And I have 60% from Ghirardelli that I like a lot. And I have 72% from Trader Joe's that I also like. But sometimes those can be a little too bitter. So use what you have. If you are using milk chocolate cake, milk chocolate pudding, then you could use milk chocolate chips if you want to. Those are the total ingredients. And you need a 9 by 13 inch baking dish. And no... A 9 by 11 will not work. And an 8 by 8, you can't really cut it in half. You really need a 9 by 13 because that's what makes this chemistry turn the cake into something gooey and rich. Okay? I'm going to tell you the whole recipe. It's so crazy easy goofy that a 5-year-old could do this. So first thing you're going to do is you're going to melt that butter. You want to put it in the microwave or on the stove or whatever. You want the whole half cup of it melted and then set aside to cool because you don't want it hot. Okay, that's the very first thing. And you're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Then your 9 by 13 inch baking dish needs to be sprayed with nonstick spray so that the cake won't stick. This is just so crazy. I'm sorry, I've, I've never made a dump cake before. It's not even like baking. It's more like... You know those easy-bake oven things that some of us had when we were kids where you just open a packet and add water and then you cook it in this little tiny oven? It's really almost as easy as that. You dump the chocolate cake mix and spread it around in the bottom of that sprayed 9 by 13 inch pan. And then you open the chocolate pudding and you just sprinkle it evenly over all the cake mix. Now... Here's where the two recipes, the one from the original people, Spaceships and Laser Beams, and the 12 Tomatoes recipes differ. And I'll tell you why we're doing it the original way in a minute. But what you want to do now is add the milk, the two and a half cups of milk. You want to mix it with the butter. This is why the butter can't be hot, because it'll curdle the milk if you do that. So you want to mix it together as much as it will. You know, it's kind of like oil and water isn't going to mix completely, but mix it as well as you can. And then pour the milk slash butter over the top of the cake mix and the pudding mix. In the 12 tomatoes recipe, they have you just do the milk. They don't melt the butter. They slice up the butter really thinly and put it on the top after everything else is done and let it bake there into the cake from the top down. I think that doesn't mix in as well. And it also left this kind of odd-looking white web, I guess, over the top of the cake that was unappealing. And I thought, well, that seems like a waste of good butter. It should be down inside the cake. So that's why I'm saying go back to the original people's idea, which is mixing them together. Once you've poured the milk and butter mix on top of the cake and pudding mix, you just whisk it slightly or stir it. It doesn't need to be completely mixed up, but you want it kind of incorporate it all together. A few little dry lumps aren't going to hurt anything, but it's also not helpful to have them be very large or very many. And then you take that whole bag of chocolate chips that you decided to use and you sprinkle them over the top. Cake is finished. You bake it and it's done. So you want to bake it in that 350 degree preheated oven for 40 to 45 minutes you'll be able to tell. It doesn't matter if it's a little underdone because it's supposed to be gooey. You just don't want to burn the edges, although I like my edges just a hair chewy. 
so I don't mind the edges, but it'll probably be better if you undercook it than if you overcook it. So check it at 40 minutes. And then you want to serve it warm. And it's kind of so chocolatey rich that you are going to want to serve it with some vanilla ice cream. And I suppose some other flavor of ice cream would work, but something that contrasts the chocolate, not a chocolate ice cream. Serve it with strawberry or raspberry or caramel or something. The vanilla really, of course, is the perfect contrast, especially if it's a good quality vanilla ice cream. One of my caveats is that it's really best being eaten the first day because you can take it out and warm it up and it'll keep just fine. But warming it up doesn't give you quite the same consistency as when you first take it out of the oven. And of course, you, you don't want it like super hot. Let it cool a few minutes. But having it really right out of the oven and then having the ice cream kind of melt over the top, that's what kind of makes this cake. And I know that just eating it sort of room temperature the second day, it's a, just sort of a super moist chocolate cake, but there's nothing remarkable or unusual about it. The chips stay a little bit soft, which is nice, but the rest of the cake is just a cake, which brings me to the second caveat, and this may be a bigger one, and maybe for some of you it matters not at all. When I served this cake, my experience was that it was good and it was rich and it was gooey and it was melty and it was, you know, the chocolate chips were all liquid and it was lovely. And some part of my brain went, ooh, really, this is really chocolatey good. And some other part of my brain went, this is fine. Which, of course, is not what I'm after when I'm baking. Fine is not what I'm after. And then one of the people that I served it to, I was telling how easy this is. I said, you won't believe how easy this is. You just put the cake mix and the stuff, and then she, and she said, ah, that's what the flavor is. I couldn't identify it, but that's what it is. It's a cake mix. And I never really thought about that before, about cake mixes having a distinctive flavor, because they're so good, really. But when I started thinking about it that way, it instantly identified for me why the cake was fine. It was ordinary. It was not unusual. It wasn't special. There it is. That's what I was looking for. It wasn't special. There was something sort of daily about it. <laughs> That's a bizarre thing to say, but I don't know how else to say it. When you make a chocolate cake from a mix... It's got a certain texture that's predictable. I think it's like a McDonald's hamburger or a Starbucks coffee. You don't go there because the food is your favorite or the best. You go because you know what you're going to get. You know what to expect and you know what it's going to be like. And it's always the same. And I kind of think that the boxed cake mixes are the same. They have the same texture and the same level of moisture. They produce something that's quite predictable. And the minute that was identified for me in this recipe, I understood why it wasn't exceptional. It's because it uses a daily kind of cake batter as its foundation. Now, having said that, I also want to say again that this was really fun, very chocolatey, and just kind of a hoot to eat. It was way too rich, and I would... Yeah, I started to say I would do it again, but you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it again. 
but I might try to mess with it because I think the pudding is a good idea. I think the simplicity is a good idea. I think the chocolate chips just over the top is a good idea. I think it's fun that if you wanted to, you could mix in almost anything to this. You could add chopped nuts, which actually I think would be a super addition to this and give it some texture. You could also add Gosh, I don't know, M&M's, toffee pieces, coconut, sprinkles. You can add almost anything to this because it doesn't affect the chemistry. The chemistry is being dealt with by the combo of the cake mix and the pudding mix and the milk. The rest is just, I guess you wouldn't say gravy, but frosting. There you go. The rest is just frosting on the cake. So you can do anything you want with it. And I think that's lovely. I would not serve this for a fancy dinner, but for having my kids come over for dinner or having it in the house just so I could whip this up at the last minute for unexpected friends dropping by and you want something sweet, I would definitely do that again, which is why I bothered to tell you about it because I think it's fun. It was just fun. Cooking it was fun because it took so little. Serving it was fun because we didn't know what we were going to get. And it was, like I said, moist and gooey and had melty chocolate all over it. And really, how can that be a bad thing? So next time you're looking for a very easy, very chocolate dessert, all you need is butter, milk, cake mix, and pudding. And chocolate chips. Oh, don't forget the chocolate chips. That's my quick bite, two cents for the day. I hope you'll tune in two weeks from today for another quick bite. And next week, I'm going to rerun my favorite pumpkin pie recipe. Because once you've done it the way that's best, you don't need to redo it. So I'm going to share that with you next week. Tune in. And until next time, happy cooking. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.